Welcome to A Fruitful Life, a podcast featuring the teaching ministry of Rick Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. And now, A Fruitful Life. Hello, and welcome to A Fruitful Life with Rick Clendenin. Today, Brother Rick concludes session one of the two-part series, The Next Move of God, taught at the City of Hope Church in Manchester, Kentucky. His scripture text is found in Luke chapter 7, verses 1 through 10. On the last broadcast, Brother Rick taught us two of four things that God is looking for that will create the next move of God. On this broadcast, he'll conclude the message by bringing us the other two. And now, here's Brother Rick. (laughs) I remember my dad used to tell me, Old sheep know the trail, little lambs have to find it, because... They're hard-headed. And I didn't do it in front of them because I needed my teeth to eat. But inside I was going, went headlong off into trouble. (laughs) You know what your part of salvation is? You go from this, everybody do this, to, okay. That's what you did at the altar. You got saved because you went like this. That's your part. (laughs) Practice your part. That's all you did. And people try to make it some formula, you know, you got to say these words, you got to do this thing. I remember when I was trying to get saved, August 7th, 1972, and I was crying like you beat everybody in my family to death. And I would just sup, sup. And you ever been to where you cry so much, your head don't work right no more? And you just sucking your lips. You know, I was at this point, and people saying, you need to repeat this. How many of you know you can't repeat if you can't breathe? But inside I would go... He heard that and saved me. I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> but you know, that's all he was looking for, for me to quit doing this. <laughs> it wasn't some magic words. It was a willing heart that I really believed he could save me. And he did. He said, those that come to God must believe that he is God. Do this with me. I believe that. That's all faith is, just an agreement with what God already is. It's not some big magical something. And we're talking about great faith, little faith, precious faith, uh, lack of faith. <laughs> Don't take much of <laughs> He's not looking for a formula. He's looking for agreement. Yeah, he's looking for integrity. He's looking for kindness. He's looking for faith. Let me show you the next thing he's looking for. Submission. Submission. Just so you can trade in what you think for what he knows. <laughs> Submission is such a tough thing. We're so afraid that we won't be in control. Even though being in control has almost destroyed us. Submission. It just means surrender. Amen? It just means surrender. I remember falling out of a boat one time, which is really serious because I can't swim. And I was laying on my back, screaming bubbles. And it looked like I was a long ways away. And I was fighting and frailing. Water was going everywhere. And finally I heard through the water, stand up. And I was about this deep. <laughs> I just need to hear nobody. <laughs> that was it. I'd about drowned if I had been by myself. But... I wasn't really in danger. I was just hard-headed. Stand up. 
<laughs> Dry your belt off, get back in the boat. But anyway, if you just quit trying to run the deal and submit to those he put in authority over you, you ain't worry about nothing now. There's one more thing. And I'm going to quit for now, part two tonight. This was Clay was trying to get on my message. You just got to praise him. You just got to worship him. You just got to realize he's really God and he knows it. And if he's in control, you don't have to be. And all you got to do is just recognize he's in control and throw up both hands and worship. I got tickled. My grandson's going on vacation today. I wish I had faith like him. I was over at his house for Father's Day last Sunday, and he said, Hey, Pops, Kendall's on vacation, isn't she? And I said, Yeah. He said, did you give her any money before she left? <laughs> I said, Trey, I'm fascinated by your concern for Kendall. Why would you ask such a thing? He said, to be honest, Papa, I need some dough. And I said, what do you think I ought to do about that? He said, oh, I know what you're going to do. You're going to give me some dough, Papa, because I know you. Guess what he got? He got some dough because he really believed I'd give it to him. I sure couldn't let him down then. I was kind of scared because his daddy was sitting there, and I could tell he needed some dough too. <laughs> so I went to get me a cup of coffee. You know, sometimes it's good to leave the room, you know. <laughs> Ma was across the table, and she knew how much dough I had, so I was in danger. But anyway... You know, if we just went to Jesus with that kind of understanding of his love, I just need this. I don't care if it's cancer. It's no more to him than what I gave to Trey. Because he has it. He has whatever you need. First John five fourteen. I want to end with a scripture, but it said, this is a confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his, what does it say? Say it loud. His will. Huh. You know, it didn't say, this is the confidence that we have in him if we ask anything according to his word. Now, John 15 tells us in verse 7, if you abide in him and his word abides in you, you can ask what you will. And I think anytime you pray, you're better if you pray the scripture. But he's talking about something more than rehearsing scripture. He's talking about living the scripture while quoting the scripture. You with me? He's talking about your lifestyle bearing out the qualities of what I've talked about. That there's integrity, that there's character, that there is kindness, that there is submission, that there is faith, that there is worship. If you come to him exhibiting that kind of qualities in your life, and then you remind him of his word, you remind him of his character. You remind him how good he's been. You, you begin to worship him for who he is. You can be honest and say, Papa, I need some dough. <laughs> if you live it and don't just quote it, you want God to move? It's not talking him into blessing you. It's aligning to a place you're blessable. Because he's more anxious to move than you are to believe. Let's get real and honest here. He's a God that blesses his people. It's his 
pleasure to give you the kingdom. He don't want you in lack. He wants you to not just speak it. It's easy to quote the Bible. Much harder to live the Bible. I want him to move. I need him to move. But I'm trying to quit forcing him to move. I'm trying to live my life where he moves uninterrupted by the lifestyle I live. Why? Because he said this. All things will work together for the good to them that love me and to them that are carrying out my purpose. You can't even make it go wrong if you live right and do what he tells you to do. What's the next move of God going to be? What kind of faith do I need to have? I need to have daring faith and believe him. Trade on. Struggle to get in my wallet. He has no problem asking me for anything. He's proven it. Kendall has no problem coming up in faith and confidence that I will unload that wallet. Because she knows my character. She knows my heart. She knows my intent is more for her than for my own good. Amen. See, we need God to move. Tonight, I want to talk about it. I want to expand it from just God's move in your life personally or God's move locally in this church as we carry out these characteristics. I want to talk about God's intent for the world and how he moved in times past. Why? Because he never changes. Bow your heads and hearts with me this morning. I want to ask you a question again. How many of you need God to move right now? Would you hold your hand up again? You need him to move. How many of you say, I'm not going to try to get him to move. I'm going to change to where he can move. I'm going to remove the obstacles of why he hasn't moved. In fact, can you just stand to your feet if you're ready to really surrender and let go of the rope and quit playing tug of war with Jesus? Would you just stand and lift both hands as a sign that you're surrendering to him this morning? He knows what you need even before you ask. Shana, he's not shocked by what you need this morning. He knew a long time ago what you need. He's not confused. He wants to meet our needs this morning. Can we just come around the church this morning? Come up front and let's stand together. And can we just go back like a child, like Trey is, and just... Can you just say to God, Lord, I know your nature. Can you just slip up both hands and say, I know your nature. I know your character. I know you love me. I know you've spared my life. I know, Lord. But for such a time as this, you've brought me here this morning. God, I know your word is powerful, able to change my situation. God, I know you're my all in all. I surrender to you this morning. You're my king of kings. You're my Lord of lords. But you're a friend of sinners, Lord. God, you're my savior. You're my savior. You're the lamb of God that's taken away my sin. You're the alpha and omega. You're the beginning of the end. You're the first and the last. God, you're the restorer. Of the broken. God, you're the healer 
of the diseased. God, you're the righteousness of the filthy. You're my teacher, Lord. You're my soul winner. You're the glory and the lifter of my head. You're the fairest of 10,000. You're the lily of the valley. You are what I need this morning, Jesus. Help me, Lord, to align myself that you can move in my life unhindered. Father, help me to walk it and not just talk it. Speak to me, Lord. Your servant hear it. Speak to me, Lord. You could change my situation with just one spoken word. I love you, Jesus. Can you just love on him a little bit? Boy, what a word clay give us. The hand that opens the door for grace is worship. Wow. Can you just lift your hands and just begin to worship him right now? Don't focus on your situation. Don't talk to God about your mountain. Talk to your mountain about your God. (laughs) Just exalt him. We love you, Jesus. Thank you for joining us for today's podcast from A Fruitful Life. We hope that you'll tell your friends and family about the podcast. And if you like, join us on social media by liking our AFL Facebook page or by following Brother Rick's posts on Twitter. You can also find us on the web at afruitfullife.org. A Fruitful Life is the radio and media ministry of Rick and Debbie Clendenin, Benton, Kentucky. You may find out more about Brother Rick's life and legacy by visiting our website. Once again, that's a fruitfullife.org. Thanks for listening.